This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm David Asman. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Jimmy Fallon. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I'm Alex Hogan. Imagine getting a text message from your kid that they're under attack and then nothing else. Silence. This is the constant pain that families are living with as they wait for updates since Hamas's attack on Israel over the weekend. Uh, we have been uh, in the dock for two days, not knowing exactly what's going on. The last communication we had with our son was at 6.30 a.m. Saturday, saying that he is under attack, bombarded by missiles. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. As Israel battles Hamas for another day, there's a new U.S. military presence. The Ford Carrier Strike Group has arrived with its air support and long-range strike options. Four days into the growing conflict, the number of dead continues to rise. The number of wounded does as well. And foreign governments are launching investigations to find their citizens who were in Israel and have either gone missing or those who are believed to have been kidnapped by Hamas. And then there's the families who are waiting, hoping for any word, any update about their missing loved ones. We have been uh, in the dock for two days, not knowing exactly what's going on. Ruby Chen was born in New York. His son Itai is American too. He's a soldier serving in the Israeli Defense Force. Itai's been missing since the war broke out. The last communication we had with our son was at 6.30 a.m. Saturday, saying that he is under attack, bombarded by missiles. And that was the last we heard from him. Uh, we have been waiting 48 hours to 
he has something from the unit that he is at. Uh, we were guided to go to a central IDF center uh, where we were given official notice that he is defined as missing in action. What does that mean, missing in action? It means that nobody uh, since Saturday morning has been able to physically identify him next to somebody. It means that he has not been identified in a hospital. It also means that he has not been defined as one of the deceased. So he's somewhere. Where's that somewhere? Nobody knows. And that, I think, is the most mind-boggling, uncapable to understand. You were at the U.S. Embassy. Tell me about what you've been doing in these moments, in these days since the attacks first began. How are you managing to find new information? It's a bit challenging, and I think that's one of the uh, reasons why we uh, went to the U.S. Embassy. Uh, so we are in a situation of dual citizenship, which means we are Israeli and American. So I was born in the United States, proud outcome of the New York public education system. Mm. And my kids are also U.S. citizens. And when something like this happens, you know, uh, you could ask yourself, okay, what am I first? Am I an American? Or am I an Israeli? My son, yes, he was fighting on behalf of Israel as an Israeli, but he is a U.S. citizen. President Biden, Secretary of State, have said wonderful things supporting what Israel uh, is doing and giving it support. But it doesn't always need to play uh, to be in the back seat when it comes to uh, allocating the vast resources that it has to identify its citizens, especially when missing in action. The U.S. could be much more active in that because they have the capabilities. We have the technologies. It's just a matter of saying, you know what, Israel, all is good. I'm going to take an active position here. I want to take care of my citizens. That's what we're asking. Well, the U.S. announced that they are sending uh, military equipment. Is that a sign of hope for you and your loved ones seeing that news? There's very strategic uh, technologies the U.S. has in its possession and able to identify its citizens wherever they might not be, wherever you could think of. And when you are missing in action, a assumption could be that after 60 hours, if the IDF have not found him in Israel, that might mean that he might be someplace else. Yeah. And if that is the case, then I think the U.S. should demand from Hamas to treat any POW according to the international law, which means you need to tell me who you got. You need to let a doctor see him. You need to let the Red Cross, the U.N., visit that individual, that is what is expected. And the U.S. has the power and could make you know those things happen. Again, I'm, I'm sorry that we're even having to have this conversation, but as you mentioned, not knowing where your son is, 
all of those ideas of the possibilities come to mind of where he could be and what his situation might be like. And Hamas has talked about potentially threatening executions for hostages. Are those conversations you're having with your family? Are you not even letting your mind go there? Where are you in this nightmare? So with Sign and B positive, uh, we actually, uh, our younger son, Itai's younger brother, is actually celebrating his bar mitzvah this weekend. Uh, the bar mitzvah ceremony, if you might know, is you know when a young man becomes an adult, and that's a very nice ceremony. And by coincidence, uh, the idea was that we would spend uh, that ceremony together, our whole family, over this upcoming weekend. And because of that, Itai stayed in the base the previous weekend in order to be at home this weekend. You know, the irony of fate uh, that he actually stayed on the base this Saturday instead of being home with some other place. So we still have high hopes that we will be able to celebrate uh, this bar mitzvah with our full family as soon as possible. Well, can you tell me more about Itai, apart from what we know about his current condition? Who is he as a man? What does he like to do? How do his friends know him? How do you as his father think of him? Yeah, so uh, I'm an avid sports fan. I'm a New Yorker, New York Knicks fan. Of course, you know, the kid grew up to be a basketball junkie, but he became a Lakers fan. You know, for a New Yorker like me, you know, that was <laughs> well, a family rivalry. Yeah, it's the rebellion part of uh, Itai. So it's always the uh, rebellion aspect of, you know, wanting to be a bit different and mm-hmm. being unique. And that is what he always has been. Uh, he never gives up, which also gives me hope that in whatever situation he was uh, confronted with, he would be able to deal with it, hopefully in a successful way. We've been speaking to Ruby Chen, who's desperately searching for his son. More coming up after this. And tell me, just in terms of what you are personally going through, what is life like for you just outside your home right now? What are, what are the rest of your family members experiencing in this moment? Uh, yeah, we're trying to keep the eye on the ball. So we have one major item in front of us and trying to put you know aside all the other things. Um, we live about 10 miles north of Tel Aviv in a suburb, so we are less uh, feeling what the other parts of the country is feeling, but, um, it's unbelievable that, you know, we see people going into supermarkets, stocking up with, you know, basic supplies because nobody knows what's going to happen within the next 24, 48 hours, uh, with what could happen on the south side of the border and on the north side. So now in the days moving forward, what will you do in terms of of trying to find your son, raising awareness, of course, talking as much as you can publicly about him, but on a minute-by-minute basis? Are you out in the streets asking people if they've seen him? What what are you doing? So there are people inside of the unit themselves that we're able to kind of catch from when in between battle, uh, trying to put some pieces of the puzzle together. Uh, there are the main command uh, centers that the IDF has put together. Uh, it just takes time for them to uh, qualitate and, and and be uh, 100% sure of the information. So the information flowing from them is uh, pretty slow. Um, and 
again, you live off of different pieces of information that come in. There's nothing official until it's official. So you hear different things. Uh, it's very difficult to, you know, be in this type of situation for a extended period of time, like everything else, you know, gets blown out of proportion. Yeah. In covering uh, conflict, we as teams have experienced and also talking with people who are living in conflict, the waiting is often the most painful because your mind consistently goes in every which way. Uh, would you mind sharing what your last messages were to Itai, your son, when he was telling you that the attacks were starting and, and what you wish you could say to him right now if he was listening? Typically, the, the ending sentence is always the same. Be safe. If I could talk to him now, you know, be tough. You know, time does pass, you know, wherever he might not be. Hopefully, he's in a good place. Someone's taking care of him. And that we you know, hope to see him soon. As I mentioned, we have a bar mitzvah. We need to celebrate together. So we're waiting for that to happen. I will be keeping your family in my thoughts and hoping that he is there this weekend. Ruby, thank you so much for your time. Thank you as well. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.